0: So we are at it again, at it again, man. I need to not take long hiatuses like this. Too many things happen where I have too much to think about. And honestly, this is one of those situations. And, you know, I could sit here and talk about how the 49ers choked, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to basically just not talk about that because I feel like as a Saints fan, I shouldn't talk about that. I am happy enough that they lost. To make my team play in the wild card after we won our division should be a crime. And I will be mad for a very long time. But... Not that mad, though. I'll be all right. But yeah, so today's show, not only am I going to dibble and dabble into some of the perspectives on the halftime show from the Super Bowl. I'm going to talk about how it reflected Hispanic culture. And I'm going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly and all the things that nobody wants to say. And I'm cool with that. So, yeah, Um. First things first, I just want to say that the overall body of work was amazing. There are some things I'd like to point out, but the overall body of work was amazing. The overall body of work was very entertaining. It left me speechless and I was very in tune with the whole event as a whole. Like I I can honestly say that I can say there were some areas that I was very out of tune with but overall as a whole it was good it was good for the culture it was good for the overall body of entertainment it was good for the people because we've had some halftime shows be how do you say um trash we've had some halftime shows be trash I'm not even gonna lie and I'm not going to give examples because i'm not trying to tear anybody down in my podcast i don't want to do that but yes i will say that we have had some halftime shows that were trash completely trash and at the end of the day i'm all for learning over time but i feel like in events like that the most important factor to performing in front of millions of people on nights like this is experience i feel like that the one thing that should factor into who you decide to get to perform for the super bowl halftime show it would be experience experience would be the first thing that you need yeah it would be the very first thing i feel like that if you don't have a stage presence you should not be performing at the super bowl at all there are millions of people that are watching you There are even millions of people that are in tune just because of the commercials. You have such an audience to a point to where you don't have the luxury of getting someone that doesn't have the stage presence to not be afflicted by millions, even billions of people. That's one thing you have to understand when you are selected a talent to perform at the halftime show. I can honestly say that without a shadow of a doubt. And at the end of the day, I'm very happy with who they selected. Was I all for Jennifer Lopez when she was I all for Jennifer Lopez when she did her last performance? I'm going to honestly say that I was very questionable about that. We're not going to talk about that because I feel like enough black people spoke on that and I will not be the next. But for this event, it fit her, fit her brand. It fit her talent. And she blended in perfectly with Shakira, even though I'm going to speak on some of the negatives in a second. It was the perfect blend. And I'm happy. I'm happy that she was able to do that. I was very entertained by that. Extremely entertained. I'm not going to say why. It's not for me to say right now. But I will say that I do understand the heavy... Majority being very satisfied with this show because the overall point of a halftime show is to be entertained. Not everybody wants to watch the Super Bowl. Not everybody's in tune with football. Most people just watch for the halftime show and the commercials. Some of us won't say it. It's perfectly fine. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. So I'm happy about this for lots of reasons, but let me talk about some of my disappointments at first. So. Excuse me, I was thirsty. Disappointment number one. I was a little disappointed that, you know, I was a little disappointed at the fact that, you know, I feel like that. They should have had more um, performances where Shakira and Jennifer Lopez were on stage together. I do understand them trying to cater to both of their fan bases, but I do feel like that they should have had more moments on the stage together. Just a couple more, not too many more, just a couple, just because a lot of the the Hispanic fan base, just marvels at the eye of Jennifer Lopez and Shakira being on stage together. I would have liked to uh, appeal to them a little bit more, just because of the figures that they are to Hispanic culture. I would have liked to have done that that would have been the first thing I would have done, I would have probably done that and been cool with that. And just been good with that. You know, that would have been the first thing I did. The second thing I would have done was that when I am creating a dance routine, I would have probably given a little bit more shine on the background dancers. Just a little bit more. I mean they they had a decent amount, but I do feel like that they were out there getting down. And there was so much attention on Shakira and J that, you know they were just in the background just doing their thing and me I'm very very um I'm very selective on what I pay attention to and I do pay attention to all elements and backgrounds so for me I would have liked to see a little bit more of them I mean since it was so many different groups of dancers that were out there I would have liked to just given them all just a little bit more If you were going to extend it out that long, not only was it dragging because there were just so many separate performances, which I do understand you're trying to cater to their fan bases. But if you weren't going to have them on the stage together for the majority of that time, I would have liked for them to just give the dancers a little bit more spotlight just because a lot of them are like, banking on being able to say that they performed at the Super Bowl and giving them enough to where they could take it to someone with a decent amount of of footage to be able to show someone what they're capable of, that would have been good for everyone coming out of that situation because performing at the Super Bowl is a big deal for everyone, not just Shakira and J-Lo, not just the bands, but the dancers as well. I would have liked to give the dancers a little bit more. And thirdly, I do feel like no one really wants to say it. I'm going to say it. I personally feel like that J. Lo's whole dance routine should have been redone. I am not going to be the crazy person to say that JLo cannot dance. You will never, ever catch me saying any blasphemy to that degree. I never say nothing like that. But I will say that her routine fit her. A little bit earlier than now. Now her routine should have been based on just some of the dances that she could do that doesn't involve her moving some of the body parts that don't move like they used to, if that makes any sense. I would have liked to see J-Lo throws because let's let's be real. J-Lo looked stiff next to Shakira, and it wasn't Shakira just dancing that made her look stiff, it was J Lo looking stiff because J Lo looked stiff. And that's not so much a bad thing because that happens when you get old. But when you are on stage and we love you as much as we love J-Lo and we notice, it's not really a problem. It's just something that's going to stick out. And during the time of a Super Bowl, it shouldn't stick out at all. It really shouldn't. And as much as I do understand J-Lo being accustomed to what she's used to, J-Lo needs to understand that J-Lo is probably as talented as Hispanic talent can get. And you have to understand that you have to, you know, stick to what you still can do. Because not only are you overexerting yourself, you're distracting everyone from the moment based on you picking a routine that you can't perform to the fullest of your ability all the way. Well, let me not say the fullest to your ability, the fullest up to the extent that it could be performed, not saying that you didn't perform good, but it's just a simple fact. Like I said before, two times already, you looked stiff and those are my only negatives. I don't really feel like that it was overall negative. I never say that. My whole thing is that at the end of the day, you feel me like it's just one of those things where You have to understand, you know, that you're trying to cater to millions and millions and millions and millions of people at the same time. And we are a majority-driven country. Be real, we're a majority-driven world. And the majority is always going to be the people that reflect the memories that are passed down about what you chose to do that you decided to do in front of millions and millions of people. It's not based on the actuality of what you did. It's based on what's remembered. So in reality, what's going to be remembered is that you danced your butt off, but you were stiff. Be honest. That's just what's going to be remembered. Not saying that it's all the way bad because we love J-Lo. And when J-Lo decided to turn around, and shake her butt next to Shakira We all went crazy And when Shakira did the whole thing We all went crazy too But at the end of the day You know J-Lo being stiff is going to be something That nobody's really going to forget It's going to stick in our heads We're not going to talk about it Because it wasn't the overall overwhelming factor Of the whole performance But it will be remembered You know And I ain't knocking J-Lo Don't, don't take me as knocking J-Lo at all she did her thing for not just for her, but for Hispanic culture, because that was a moment in Hispanic culture that would never be forgotten. That was something I feel like that was a little long overdue, especially when you had all the guests come out. I was all for it, especially was this face that had on the do rag like a uh, like ski mask like that. Yo that was entertainment in itself because dude i swear dude looked like b-rad dog like i'm not even playing bro like i said it before i saw the meme like dude straight up looked like b-rad yo like then the way he was moving while he was doing his little rap yo like bro that jump was so funny like i was so weak i was like yo dude hype but i i promise yo dude look like b-rad on everything like dude look just like b-rad like i'm not letting this go like (laughs) dude straight up look like b-rad dog a hispanic b-rad what 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 they call it uh Oh, man, I ain't even gonna go there. I'm not even gonna go there. But yeah, like, dude, I promise he like be right. It was so funny. But he had, he had energy, though. He really had energy. And I, I could commend him for that. Because not a lot of people can come on stage rapping their culture knowing that over 50% of the audience is not going to understand what they're saying. That's what I mean by Hispanic culture. He did it for his own. Him and the other dude that came after him while j-lo's performing forgive me for not knowing his name but you know i could look it up not going to because at the end of the day you know i'm not gonna say it's not of importance to me it's just the simple fact that he was trying to advocate himself to people that he knew if he was trying to jump across to the other audience he would have jumped on stage and spoke english So I hate to say it, but the bigger picture is he was not trying to advertise himself to me. So I don't feel the need to go and try to look him up. Because his his whole performance was not directed towards me. His performance was directed to people that knew what he was saying, which was not me. So because of that, I'm not going to dibble and dabble into that. But at the end of the day, I understand why it was significant. And let me talk about this for a second, you know. Let me just glance on this for a second. So we are at a point where a lot of cultures are coming into the world as to submitting their own place into the world as we know it. We're getting to a place where there's so much freedom to a point to where a lot of cultures are starting to make their impact to be remembered as what they want to be remembered. And I'm personally glad that Hispanics get the chance to do that. You know? Like if there is any culture that gets disrespected on the daily that deserves more respect than what they're given at this very moment, I would say it's Hispanics, you know, just like I said about uh, the LGBTQ community, just I'm going to put Hispanics not in the same category because they're different, but they're both communities and they both deserve their own echelon of respect and i'm going to say that hispanics to me deserve so much respect it's not even funny and i'm glad even though you know it wasn't the most entertaining show that could have been not saying i would have changed much but i would have changed little things i was very happy for the hispanic community to see that i was happy to know return because that was something that needed to happen like i needed like not just them but me like just being happy for hispanics i needed to see hispanics be on a pedestal to that degree because they deserve to be the history behind hispanics goes really far and i don't know if i have enough podcasts to talk about it but it goes far it goes really 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 far to the days when we allowed them to join our military as immigrants you know it goes really really far like you know, Hispanics have impacted our culture into a way where we, it's almost like to a certain degree, Americans took advantage of them. We'll never say it, but to certain degrees we did in history. And I'm not a fan of it because at the end of the day, you know, everyone deserves the right to live the way that they want to live and be who they want to be. So I can say I was happy for that. Not only because they both twerked on stage, but because of the simple fact that, you know, I need for Hispanics to feel like that they can do that, too. You know, like Hispanics have felt a way for a while, which I've always understood why they felt that way. I've heard probably every single Hispanic joke that there is to hear. And I'm not going to say that, you know, that I'm not going to say that, it. you know, that is. How do I say this? I'm not going to say that, you know, other cultures don't get joked on as well. But I will say that one of the heaviest contributors to the the state of America at this very moment is Hispanics. I'm going to say that much. And for them to be joked on as much as they joke, they're joked on, I can bluntly say that I feel like they get taken advantage of. And it's sad because at the end of the day, you feel me, like... It's not fair. It's not fair at all. It's not fair. And I'm just happy that I got to see that because, you know, we we talk so much about all types of people having rights and being able to do things and being able to achieve their dreams and reach for the stars and be able to live the lives that they want to live. But the biggest the biggest statement to that is examples. Examples speak volumes to statements of that nature. And examples show you that it could actually be done. That's what makes people like like Tupac and 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 Biggie and and, and you know just certain movie stars of different races and you know just all types of people. That's what makes them so important, because they came from the same place we came from nine times out of 10, did the stuff we wanted to do. And in reality, we look in our mirrors and we make excuses while they get what they want and do what they want to do, because they was willing to do the things that we weren't. And we make excuses every day when in reality, we should have did the same thing. At the end of the day, it's crazy, but true. Hispanics have always felt like that they could never be on center stage when it comes to being in front of us. They could be in front of each other, but at certain points there have been Hispanics that have personally told me that they feel like they can't be on center stage like everyone else just because of how strong and how fluid their culture is and how it doesn't appeal to us. And I'm here to tell you that that is completely untrue. Not because of the simple fact that, you know, of what happened yesterday, but just because of the fact of how much that that you've attributed to the world that we don't appreciate. If that makes any sense. I feel like that every culture that attributed something deserves to be on front center front as much as any other culture that really exists period just being honest like I've never ever been told that and felt like that they had a point ever not because of the simple fact that I look past things that make them feel that way no it's because of the simple fact like I said of how much you attribute it you know, like, Lord Jesus, like, when I tell you if we have to talk about the things that are loved by Hispanic culture, like, where where do I start? Like, we can go from tacos to Hispanic women. Like, there's so many things that are loved from Hispanic culture that, you know, that could they could basically show what you attribute, you know? And at the end of the day, it's like, you know, the things that you attribute, you just have to understand that those things are significant in America as a whole. We're not going to go without those things. We refuse like they, you know, like we, we talk, we, we could have people like Trump talk about immigrants. But do you think there's going to be any other president that's going to stop his bad people from coming over here and doing what they've been doing for the past hundred something years? no ain't no president besides donald trump gonna try to stop that are you no they know better like let's let's be honest just hispanics alone like like bro i'm not even trying to be funny but y'all have built stuff like like bro like y'all have built stuff like not just just buildings but like y'all have built parts of America to make us function better like it's, it's crazy that you could do that much and then you feel like that you know stuff like what happened at the Super Bowl can't happen you're important you matter you know and I'm just glad that stuff like that happens just so you can see for yourself how important you are you know the decision makers for the Super Bowl they all aren't Hispanic. Hell, I don't even think they're black. I just feel like they're smart. I feel like they're extremely smart. Like the the Super Bowl is like any other event in the world. You go with people with fan bases. They have to have sizable fan bases that go worldwide to a point to where They'll make people tune in and not turn off the Super Bowl during halftime. That's how the music business works. You get chosen if your fan base is big enough. I mean, yes, you can say some people turned it down. But there are a lot of people that didn't turn it down. Why not choose somebody generic? Why not? Why not choose someone generic? You've been doing it for who knows how many years. Generic is always safe, but for some reason this year, they didn't want to be safe. They wanted to go all outside the box. And not only was it a success, it was a statement. It was a statement because at the end of the day, like I said, you guys are important and you matter just as much as anybody else that's in this country. Not because we're taking advantage of you, but because you need to see that these things can happen because you guys are important no matter what jokes are made or what people want to say or any of the sort you see what can happen literally like let's 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 be honest let's let's go with the facts there is no other reason in this world why Shakira and JLo were chosen besides the fact that they were more qualified than everybody else to perform There is nobody that was in consideration for that Super Bowl performance. Nobody else that had the stage presence of J-Lo and Shakira. Nobody that was in consideration. And it was mixed up and comprised of lots of people of many different races. There was nobody considered that had the stage presence of J-Lo and Shakira. No one. Not the stage presence, not the catalog, the fan base, the energy, none of it. The combination alone is enough for you to just completely just not consider anybody else at all, period. And then what makes it a no brainer is how much of a staple they are to their culture. This was one of those moments where someone decided to put the culture on the map. It wasn't for no reason that they were chosen. Hearing them talk about the performance lets them know they understood how much they meant to everyone that wanted them to do it. It's crazy to think about it like that, but it's true. They were overqualified. You can sit there and say whatever you want about j not being herself or Shakira just being the safe option. You give me all the other people that were in consideration for performing at the Super Bowl. Not, none of those ones that turned it down because of Colin Kaepernick. The actual people that actually were actually in consideration for actually being chosen. You give me that whole catalog and let me know anybody else that would have outperformed Shakira alone yesterday. Or J-Lo alone yesterday. You give me the whole catalog. You let me know who was going to do it. I bet you none of them would have outdanced any of them. Out vocalized any of them. Or even matched their energy. Shakira's energy alone. Like, Bro. There are reasons things like this happen, and it's not just because of the simple fact that Shakira can dance, even though it was entertaining to watch. That wasn't the only reason. You have to look at it from the bigger picture. The bigger picture is that it came with something that was that would resonate more than just a performance just to make time pass. This was a Super Bowl that needed entertainment to go along with the entertainment that was going to come from the game. They want viewership. They want people that are going to pay attention and be locked in. You could pay attention, but are you going to be locked in? Are you going to turn the channel? Are you going to just sit there and watch? I can definitely say the majority of us sat there and we watched because the entertainment value was there. Because there was something that that culture could give to us that no other culture could in regards to that show. No matter who you picked. You pick somebody that has better music. They still wasn't going to outperform them. Like, it's, it's levels to this. And the reason this is so significant is because, like I said before, Hispanics have given a lot to the country. And at the end of the day, it's understood that sometimes they're just flat out better in certain things that we don't want to admit that they are. I'm not going to be afraid to admit it, but most people would. And the crazy part about it is that it's not just because they were Hispanic. It may sound like that's what I'm saying, but it's that's not what I'm saying. It's not just because they were Hispanic. It's because of what comes with that culture. What comes with being Hispanic. It's not because they were Hispanic. They weren't, they weren't born with all the stuff that they displayed yesterday. It's what came with it they represented their culture well and everyone that is of Hispanic descent should be proud extremely proud I'm proud for y'all and I'm happy because at the end of the day there's nothing more that makes me more happy about this than the simple fact that y'all were put on a pedestal that at that point y'all needed to be on Like I said before, because of how much y'all did for this country. Don't let Donald Trump fool you. Donald Trump is a fool. He can't fool anybody but himself. Don't let him fool you. It's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. At the end of the day, it needed to happen. I'm glad it happened, and I will forever be glad that it happened. Because in the end, like I said before, it was a way of just doing what was best for everybody as a collective. I'm happy it happened. And I'm happy that you guys were represented well. Because you guys deserve it. And I'm happy that it happened. And I hope you're happy too. Because it was extremely entertaining. My negatives were not that deep. It was extremely entertaining. And at the end of the day, I'm glad. Because I was entertained. And I'm just glad because the hidden meaning behind everything just shows me that... You know, even though we have so many things going on at this moment, at the end of the day, from 20 years to now, we're progressing as a country. Even with all the shortcomings and drawbacks that we've had, we're progressing and I can only be happy because it's just one of those situations where it's a day by day thing where we're getting to a point to be able to put everyone on a pedestal where everyone can attribute to the better of America just because of the fact they saw someone before them do it. And not only do they know it's possible, it's right in front of them. We don't have people that are discouraged because they only see one type of people on television. We're in a time and age where everyone is on television at different times doing different things and putting different types of inspiration in touch of different people. That needs to happen more. Too many situations where it doesn't happen enough. And it's getting better as time goes on. Even with people sharing their opinion, let's not even go into Black Twitter. Still people being inspired. And I can only cross my fingers and hope that it continues. I hope this podcast did something for you. Have a great rest of your day.